I V M. For everyone who's heard of the term Chat GPT but hasn't downloaded it yet and wants to figure out what it is all about, it is an artificial intelligence chatbot that can do pretty much a lot of things. It can write code for you. It can write articles. It can help you decorate your home. It can make you a recipe, perhaps even great Chinese food. The list goes on. Chat GPT has come here to stay. And while it's at a very rudimentary or basic state, I can only see how it's going to become better and better. And that has a lot of implications on all of us as professionals and as human beings. What will the immediate repercussions be? And should we be worried? And what should we do about Chat GPT? This is the episode that discusses this in a little bit of detail. Welcome to Smarter with Sid and let's go. For a little bit of context, here I am sipping my spiced ginger tea when it's a really dark, dreary afternoon raining. In the UK, it's minus one degrees, so it's a perfect time to be huddled and expounding upon the futures of artificial intelligence to you guys and to share what I think as to, you know, what's happening. What an interesting time that we are living in. I tried ChatGPT, I downloaded it and I tried using it. So I actually asked ChatGPT, what photos, what posts should the traveling professor put on Instagram? It failed me miserably. It did not tell me anything around the kind of things that I am typically wanting to post or what people want me to post, uh, which is all about, you know, some insight or something. But it gave me a travel suggestions. And I don't blame it because obviously the name traveling professor means there are certain kind of uh, suggestions that will come to ChatGPT's artificial mind and it will give it to me. So ChatGPT doesn't work really well when we are asking very specific questions which perhaps can improve our life immediately at an individual level is what I thought, at least for myself. I don't know about you. Maybe you can ask, you know, chat GPT the same. What should I post on Instagram and get a surprisingly better answer? I don't know. But the context is that I did try ChatGPT out and it made me wonder. So I asked a peer of mine, you know, somebody who's like this really high-flying executive who is wondering on ways in which they can look at improving their response to the marketplace. So this person, you know, she's a strategic officer in a multinational and she's looking at different ways in which you can optimize you know, operations. So one of the ways in which she was thinking was to, because she downloaded ChatGPT, she uh, was wondering if she could use that to replace call center executives. And so many others have also told me something similar. Can we replace call center executives, you know, with something like ChatGPT? Can we uh, minimize the amount of human interaction because human interaction also gives a lot of mistakes, etc. There are some of the... uh, peers that I have got on the academic side who are expressing concern on ChatGPT because uh, you could very well write a paper, you know, saying, hey, write me a paper on something like this. And you could get a fairly decent response on a paper, you know, give references, give this, give that. And it makes a teacher's job of assessment all the more difficult. I've just been through a round of assessment for my students. And I do know that uh, all the assessors of any paper if they're taking it seriously, they're looking at a lot of points, a lot of parameters and and stuff like that. And now suddenly you have the potential 
possibility that those papers are completely lifted from whatever chat GPT has given. So that's another application and that's a bit of a scary one. So the first one is also scary, mind you, for human beings who are in that call center who might just get suddenly replaced by automation. Now, this has happened across the ages. This has happened across the ages. People have been replaced by technology as a technological innovation actually comes to light, right? And this is what I wanted to state as the first principle after giving a bit of a context. Because the first principle is this is not new. This has happened. And this means that people will get displaced. Is there any response of from our side? You know, from an individual side? Because I'm not, you know, trying to have a moral debate over here, nor am I trying to talk about the future of humanity. I'm talking about you and me. Yeah? I mean, in the next year, in the coming year, uh, with chat GPT around, is it going to impact your job? How can you respond to it? I see immediate uh, impact of jobs in content creation. You know, people are creating social uh, media driven content that is going to get impacted. I see immediate impact on the way in which students write papers. As I've just said, now that's a bit of a dicey game, but I do see a bit of that. I have no idea how to solve for that. I do see people in call centers getting replaced by chat GPT and AI, essentially. I am seeing a lot of kind of mediocre level jobs mediocre level jobs and i'm going to i'm going to use this word unsparingly so please forgive me in case you get a little upset with it because if you're in content creation or if you're a call center executive or if you're you know a teacher you might take offense at what i'm saying but i'm not meaning it with any kind of offense to your dignity what i'm saying is if you're mediocre in your output in your job as a content creator or as a you know um a call center executive, you are likely to be replaced by artificial intelligence. That's the truth. That's certainly the truth. Now, I was wondering whether there is any kind of sensible response that a call center executive or a, somebody who is a content creator can have to artificial intelligence replacing them. And that is only one response, to be honest. And that is really encaptured well in something that I call the, uh, you know, paying homage to... Uh, Jim Collins, who is an author. Jim Collins has written a lot of really good books. One is called Built to Last. The second is called Good to Great. I'm mentioning a particular book called Good to Great, wherein you might be good, you might be mediocre, you might be kind of mundane. And how do you come to the great stage? You go to the great stage by following a lot of steps. Do read that book. I'm not going to be his agent and, and kind of sell you that book. But one concept in that book is something that I found pretty useful and that's called the hedgehog concept. Now, what is this hedgehog concept? It says that a hedgehog only does one thing really well. It knows how to curl itself up into a ball and therefore prevent itself from being eaten by a fox. Now, a fox is really intelligent, cunning, smart, has a lot of skills, a lot of tricks. But one thing that the hedgehog has been able to do is curl itself up in a ball, which means that the spikes on its body ensure that the fox cannot you know, harm it. So the hedgehog has done this one thing which is giving it a lot of control instead of trying to do many, many things. This is the lesson that I have for everybody who fears that their job is going to go through artificial intelligence. Don't try to do many, many things. Don't try and learn something new. Don't try and, you know, improve your skills from 2.5 to 5.5 and stuff like that. Identify what you are doing really the strongest and what you're being paid for, maybe. Identify that sweet spot and ensure that you become really, really excellent at it. Because the more excellent you become, that means you're an excellent content creator. Somebody who is using creativity, maybe somebody who's using 
a lot of uh, applied intelligence that artificial intelligence still cannot use now that is going to buy you time that is going to buy you a certain beachhead whether you're a content creator or a, if you're a call center executive try to figure out how best you can actually you know what will give you the ability to provide the best possible customer service that no ai bot can actually replicate maybe create a set of spikes on your outer body create a hedgehog for yourself that is one way out of fighting with artificial intelligence don't get worked up don't underestimate it don't try to cover it with a bunch of skills and try to create a huge amount of things make sure that you do whatever you're doing and rise above mediocrity i think that can be a mantra for all of us and especially the ones who are going to get impacted by artificial intelligence in the coming year I hope you liked this particular episode of Smarter with Sid as I go back to sipping my tea and looking at the dreary afternoon outside which probably is making me a little somber but I thought that this piece could help a few people uh, along the way and that's why I said what I said I hope you like this episode if you like this episode do like and subscribe to this podcast and make sure that you follow me on LinkedIn and on Instagram I'm the traveling professor and if you like stuff like this do follow IBM podcast they've got some wonderful stuff waiting for you on that happy note then 